0: Check out the Geek Therapy Forum, which combines the features of a traditional message board with the comment section of all our content. Join the discussion at forum.geektherapy.com. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. My name is Josue Cardona, with Ali Matu. Yo! And Lauren Keller. Hello! Laura Taylor is out this week, but she'll be back next week. So, I want to start today with a celebratory announcement. We just got our biggest patronage ever through our patreon this is our fan andora now i'm a fan of andora Uh, (laughs) she's in the chicago area and we've we've never received i guess basically it's like it's like a donation to, to to geek therapy through the patreon i mean this is like a huge deal i am i am so excited that uh andora believes in what we're doing she's been listening to us for a very long time um andora hi sophia told me all about you thank you so much um i'm a big fan I would love to meet you someday. And um, so thank you, thank you, thank you, Andorra. And uh, real quick, just a a few community catch-up things. Um, This week we have... uh, We've already had new episodes of Superhero Therapy and Jedi Council. And new blog posts on Video Games Save My Life and Pearl Board Games. And very cool, in the Discord... Um, one of our members just started a correspondence RPG, which back in the day you would have done through the mail or more recently through email. But he's going to run it inside a channel on the Discord. And Lauren, you're in the game, right? Yeah. So that's going to be kind of cool. We've never done anything like that. And is going to run that there. And the the party uh, for the RPG is already um, set. But we, we set the the settings in such a way that anybody can watch and see what's happening, but only uh, the people cool. in the party can can write and play. We installed a bot that does uh, the dice rolling. It is, it is very cool. So uh, that's something going <laughs> on at the Discord. You should check it out, com slash Discord. There's a lot happening in the community.
1: It's popping off. Always, yep. always.
0: Awesome. <laughs> All right. So uh, for the topic this week, there was some sad news that we got last week uh, from Jacksonville, Florida. There was a shooting at a Madden tournament. Madden is uh, EA's football game. It comes out every year. It's a huge deal. This was a gaming tournament. People were playing um, the video game Madden and three people died, including the shooter, and nine more people were injured. So, you know, Geek Therapy was born uh, out of resistance to people saying the video games are bad. And although I haven't personally seen a lot of talk about uh, how this shooting had anything to do with the dangers of video games or anything like that, uh, in typical Geek Therapy fashion, we're going to provide a few resources and then celebrate gaming events and competitions in general because they, uh, with the exception of this horrible thing that happened, they are very awesome things and very important to the gaming community. So one resource that I that I always like to share uh, when um, there's something really, really difficult uh, in the gaming community is Anxiety Gaming. They're at anxietygaming.com. They are a nonprofit that are staffed with um, people who are trained in mental health first aid. And what they do is help gamers find mental health treatment. And, um, there, this nonprofit will even pay for some people to go, uh, find treatment. They'll connect you with people anywhere. And so they've been really on top of this. So I definitely recommend if you're looking for resources, um, around what happened, uh, check out anxiety gaming. Second, uh, if you want to do something to support the victims of the shooting, EA set up a fund. It's called the Jacksonville Tribute Fund. And there's a GoFundMe page. EA donated over a million dollars to help victims and their families. And I'll put the link to the GoFundMe in the show notes so you can donate too if you would like to. And I believe EA is going to hold a live stream. I don't know the date of that yet, but uh, keep an eye out on that. Um, There will be a live stream to raise more funds for the victims and their families. Alright, so now let's get to the celebratory part. I'm curious. Um that same weekend there was TI, which is like a huge, huge gaming event. Is it like Warren, is it the biggest gaming event there is? Uh,
1: yes. As as far as I know, there might be um bigger ones for like StarCraft and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um from my understanding TI, the international Dota 2 competition is, is it, it definitely has the largest prize pool of any uh, eSport.
0: It's also community funded, which is amazing, which is, oh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a huge deal. I remember on Twitter, like everybody was talking about um, the matches and who was going to the finals. And it was, I didn't watch any of it uh, because there's a lot going on in a Dota game. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a pretty intense game. Yeah. I yeah, so yeah. I I think I've asked you both what
2: this is before but w- what is a Dota game like if you had to give me your elevator pitch for playing <laughs> Dota what would that be?
1: So Dota 2 stands for Defense of the Ancients 2 and it uh is basically a several generations modded game that came out of Warcraft, I believe. Oh and um it is 5 players versus 5 players and you have what is called your ancient your your protective house that you have to you have to protect from the other team and um, there are 110 heroes to choose from. Oh, and wow. each of them have different skill sets and different uh, strengths and weaknesses. And there are items you can buy that do different things. And uh, it is a very, very deeply complex game, um, but in a, in a really fun way.
2: This is super helpful because now I'm, I'm just thinking, okay, it's, it's like a modded version of Warcraft. I, I get it, that.
0: It's literally yeah. a, a Warcraft mod. And then just imagine, <laughs> just imagine that the map is like, has two extremes, one person on each end, right. kind of like a football field. And yeah. then, but there are lanes in between. So you're trying to like take control of different lanes and every team has five players. These types of games are are called MOBAs. Like League League of Legends is another one. Many MOBAs have come and gone since those two became very very popular. But the coolest thing about TI again is the is the fact that that prize pool is funded by the community. They literally like sell cosmetics and things for for characters that directly fund that prize pool. And every year. The community buys up more and more and more to feed that prize pool. And so it's, it's that would be really great.
2: That would be like if those of us who love football were chipping in to support the cost of the Super Bowl. Um, and it, it would be like, like
1: it would be like every time you bought like French fries or sodas or beers or jerseys or stickers or face paint, like a part of that money went into a pool. That's it's it's so it's so much money, man. <laughs> it's, it's so much money, but it's,
2: it's also so cool to think about that—that that you are contributing to this sport, to watching and experiencing the sport that
0: you love. Yeah. Also, like, like Dota, that. Dota is free, and technically, if you're on Twitch, it's free to watch it. Maybe you have some ads, right? Um, they do broadcast it. You don't you don't pay pay per view to watch uh, the international. And so the money comes from, from that prize pool. It's really cool.
1: So if you do want to go see it in person, like tickets are pretty expensive.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. How much is a ticket?
1: Uh, when I went, I, I think I went to TI4. It was like 350 $400 for a pass.
2: Wow! Um, and they that's... did.
1: They did give you a really cool swag bag full of stuff, um, but <laughs> like, also, ho- holy shit, that's that, a lot of money. <laughs>
2: did that swag bag include like a PlayStation or an Xbox? I wish. I'm pretty sure you could buy one for that
1: much. No, that's... I got a notebook. I still use. Does that but, count?
2: <laughs> but hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna back up here again. I am the um, the old timer. Like we're I, the
0: same I, age, Ali. Don't, yeah. don't do well, that. stop it. Stop it. But Listen. One
2: one question I, I want to ask Lauren before we move off the Dota topic. Um, so why did you go? Why why spend all that money to uh. people who don't have any idea? And they hear this and they're like, "I would rather spend that money on games." Like, what was the value for you of of going to that event?
1: So it was actually uh, sort of a a series of. Awesome things falling into place, and so I sort of just lucked into getting to have my own pass and going inside. It was really excellent, um, and it ended up being a really really fun experience. Uh, I particularly enjoy seeing all of the cosplay, which um, they do show some of it on stage. The like com- they they do a cosplay competition, but it's really fun to see like the the families cosplaying together and stuff like that. It's really cool.
2: So it, it sounds like it's. A similar topic that comes up so often on GT Radio, which is community and connection and Absolutely. people and sharing and enjoying this stuff
1: together. Absolutely. So,
0: so, as a contrast to your story, one time Ali got tickets to see a League of Legends competition in Madison Square Garden, and then he couldn't go and passed the tickets off to me, and I chose or offered them to me, and I chose not to go. <laughs> <laughs> right, I forgot. <laughs> and we about didn't that. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been pretty cool to to see. I regretted it afterwards, but huh. um, as uh, I don't like going to live events, um, it for, can be kind of, an... of
1: overwhelming to have a lot of people together in one space. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's one that's one part of it. I, the comfort of your home is is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Not having to wear <laughs> pants,
1: hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. But for me, it's like so much. Uh, for me, it's it's about the celebration of skill right and like Mm -hmm. I can admire Mm -hmm. that it's like I'm the same way with concerts like I'd rather I just think that your recorded album sounds way better than (laughs) like your your recorded perfected album that's been mixed and mastered in a studio sounds better most of the time than your uh, live performance there's nuance and stuff but that's that's just like my what I prefer and and I feel the same way about like these these type of events like to I'm there to celebrate how good these people are, you know, and, and like see things that I, I cannot do. <laughs> I can try, but I cannot do. I, I find impossible. Um, and I, I, I love watching them, but I, I, I don't really like to go to the events, even when there's like that camaraderie and and that community.
2: The, uh, I'm on both sides of that. Um, as you are, Josue, like I, um, for a long time when I was, um, Um, a kid and a teenager, my family, we were really into football. And so we would, every Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon, we'd watch all the football games. And uh, I didn't go to an actual live football game until later in life. And when I did, my seats were like, okay. And I was like, this experience sucks. Like (laughs) you, you see things so much better at home and you can eat like whatever food you want and not the crappy food at Candlestick Park uh, when you're watching the Niners. Um, so I'm, I'm there with you. And at the same time, there's uh, when, it, when it comes to concerts, uh, I love seeing a great performer in person when they aren't just singing their songs, but it's this more of, a, uh, more of a performance experience that you can't get in the, in the album. Uh, when they're telling stories and when they're doing these um, alternate versions of the songs that you never hear elsewhere, uh, stuff like that. I love that stuff in a concert and being able to experience it with a crowd. Um, so when it comes to sports, i rather watch at home. But when it comes to performances, I really love seeing those in person.
0: So I'm curious, since we're talking about these are these are sporting events. You know, I consider totally. these game these uh, uh, video game events sporting events. Also, have you ever any of you ever competed in a any type of sporting event, but specifically a video game?
2: Yes, my brother and I uh, played a lot of Street Fighter, and um, my brother taught me. Everything I know about Street Fighter, we're talking about Street Fighter 2 back in the days of the arcade. So we're talking um, early 90s, uh, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Super Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha 2. I don't know if we played any Street Fighter Alpha 3 in tournaments, but uh, we played in a lot of those tournaments. I would be out round one or two, Um, no Pun intended? Is that a pun? I don't know. Um, But I would be out in the first few rounds of the tournament. My brother was a regional Street Fighter champion. Um, He got to the um, state championship um, rounds and my parents were not happy about it They didn't get it at all Like he, he's like Okay so I'm going to this like overnight tournament In Sacramento which is like the capital Of California and it was like three four Hours away and they're like no what you can't Do this I don't understand and he's like no But I'm like good I like won all these things My parents totally didn't get it um, Ali
0: shut up you're just telling us the plot of The Wizard What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um you're lying it actually no all of this actually happened like many many times um he was actually so good that he got approached by capcom to be a video game tester for a future uh, street fighter and he turned them down because he said if i became a video game tester for you it would ruin street fighter for me and I don't want to ruin my love of the game. So he turned them down. He said it was one of his hardest decisions he ever made. Um, hmm. So that's that was our experience. But w- what I remember so fondly as a kid is what you were talking about, Josue, is like the appreciation of this game and seeing people who are so good that they are operating at, a le- at another level. Like when I play chess, I just kind of am I'm thinking, okay, what's like the next move? But when you see real chess masters playing they're thinking many moves down the road and how to set up things for an overall strategy and that's what i remember seeing most when i when i was looking at people who are really great at Street Fighter is there was so much strategy involved and so many different like schools of thought related to how to play certain characters and um, the other thing is this was all in arcades so you couldn't watch Street Fighter 2 tournaments at home you had to show up in person so you would see and kind of get to know the personalities which I know you do online as well but that was always um, a fun thing is just See, like who would end up in the quarterfinals semifinals the championship because you've been following them you you've know you know who are the players and what they're uh quite literally who are the players and what their strategies are oh my gosh those were some fun days i i have very fond memories of those street fighter tournaments
0: yeah that's pretty cool i don't know anybody who is like good at video games that i could go watch and cheer on never happened. <laughs> never like arcades or anything. You wouldn't see like the well, like, well, like someone who No, no, like you were cheering for your brother, right? right like I didn't right. have a friend who oh, was amazing. Sure. I once did. I once did practice um Halo multiplayer with pros and that was disgusting. That was I literally <laughs> I, it was like I spawned headshots, spawned headshot, spawned <laughs> yeah, right, headshot. Right, right, spawned yeah, headshot. Yeah. It was really bad.
2: Oh my gosh,
0: I know that feeling. <laughs> Lauren, have you ever Competed in in any um, tournament uh, no. or tried at least? No,
1: I'm not. I'm not that good at video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, one one of my friends, uh, Lynn, she did a couple of um, competitive matches matches in TF2 playing as the medic, and I watched her play some of those, and she did. Um, uh, she wasn't a part of a like a regular team but there was one match that had like a a prize pool that she covered for somebody else playing medic and and she played she played really well and they won and so that was really exciting um but no i'm <laughs> I, I don't think i'm competitive enough to be good at competitive games unfortunately
0: so i mean i mentioned the wizard that movie earlier and i don't know what kind of effect that had um on you in particular, Ellie, when you were little.
2: I uh, love that movie. I saw it when it came out. I haven't yeah, seen yeah, I it Yeah, yeah, I saw it in theaters. I saw it in theaters. Oh, um, I was, I was cheering. Times.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so cool, because it's, again, it's like video game competitions, and, and this kid who's like really, really good, and his brother takes him to play Oh my God, this is my life. I told you. Yeah, you were <laughs> essentially telling me the, the plot of the movie. I forgot that um, a
2: brother was involved in that. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, there's three of them. It might be the sister, but uh, there's definitely, I'm pretty sure it was a brother. It's been a while since I saw
2: I it. I mean, the movie's basically an ad for like Super Mario Brothers 3 or something. Uh, so, uh, or I, mean, so or something.
0: I don't want to get too far into it, but the, you're, you're watching the movie and then in the theater, you see that they're like okay in the final round a surprise game super mario brothers 3 the game yeah. wasn't even announced yet
2: yeah 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 and yeah, you're totally. seeing it
0: played for the first time in a movie <laughs> yeah yeah like um
2: and i lost my oh, mind man. when that happened like I, uh, I a lot of us
0: did a lot i of us was did. like
2: what <laughs> how I mean, is the- this
0: possible and so I don't know if it was because of that movie that uh, like I had the idea of video game competitions in my mind, but mm. I remember seeing in a GamePro magazine that Blockbuster was going to be holding these World Video Game Championships. Oh, I was like, I want to yeah. play. So then what they did was, and there were different versions of these things um, throughout the years. Nintendo did their own, very similar to the movie. And there would be a cartridge that had... Different snippets of different games. And so um, I signed up and I went to my local blockbuster and I played this game and it had three different games in it, I think. And then basically it, I think it took your time and it, your score. So then they would jot it down and then the highest scores would go on to the next round and then the next round until, you know, there was a, a national championship. I didn't get anywhere at all. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I'd ever even, it was one of those things where I think I knew the three games, but I had no way to play the three games. So I just kind of went in. I think one of them was Judge Dredd, the year I went. Yeah, I remember oh. that. I remember yeah, that. So, but I didn't I didn't get very far. I haven't competed in anything since. Not because of that event or anything. i just never been that good.
2: Uh, I played a Mario Kart tournament my freshman year. Or no, my junior year of college. Um, and got completely destroyed. That was Mario Kart Double Dash for the GameCube. I got completely destroyed. That was the only other tournament that I ever was in. But y- you know what this... This conversation about how much the three of us suck, uh, well, like in terms of (laughs) like use those words.
0: Let me let me rephrase
2: it: that we are not competitive for competitive gaming. Um, What this. To me, uh, what sticks out to me about this is it's so much like professional sports, which, again, I we all consider video games to be a part of. Like, I have no chance of being in the NBA, the NFL, or any of those pro sports, but I still enjoy watching people play these sports who are really good at the sports, and they have been doing it for many years. That's why many of us watch um video game competitions and esports it's for the exact same reason like a lot of people have a hard time understanding that like why would you ever want to watch someone else play a video game and i think it's for the same reason why we watch people play sports or the olympics or anything like
0: that
1: it's just a different type of game
0: totally yeah totally i mean so so i i definitely watch uh, mostly for for the skill Right, definitely. That's what I care most about. Like, if you compare it to sports, there's a lot of tribalism that comes from location, and I don't think we're there yet with uh, video games.
1: There's a little bit. I mean, you see, like, you know, Americans favoring American teams, even if, like, you know, half of the people on the team aren't actually from America, and they still <laughs> chan- chant "USA, USA" every time they, they get involved. Never underestimate
2: a crowd's ability <laughs> to chant "USA."
0: But Uh, we don't have a national league yet. We don't have, we're just starting to get uh, teams (laughs) from universities and high schools. So, I mean, I think there will always be that national tribalism, right? But I don't think there's specifically like, oh, like, who are you rooting for? Well, you know, my local, my home team. It's like most of us don't have a home team, right, when it comes to, to, to video games. So I think that that's something that really sets it apart so far from other, other sports. Is, uh, is it more individual focus then? Like, no, I mean, so I see a lot of people rooting for different teams and they're just like, because they like that team. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of where they're from, but a lot of times it's just like, oh, I like these players. And and now like t- players get traded from one team to the other and, and there's like, you can follow these people's lives online. and oh, there's it, a gets, lot of, it gets yeah.
1: real dramatic. There is actually yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch of drama with uh, with TI and the, the winning team. Uh, OG um a couple of months before before the event like two people on their team left for uh one of their biggest competitors team and they had Ooh, to find snap. a last minute replacement which was awesome when they ended up winning cuz that that was like really <laughs> like a true <laughs> underdog story <laughs> but uh yeah a lot of drama
0: which is uh something that has in common with
1: other sports i mean it, right. people are it, involved yeah. there's gonna be yeah. <laughs> drama <laughs> oh yeah
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> big pile of money hell yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now now, like i watch um a lot of like i love the fighting game community like just watching like that's that's what i love to watch um more than anything but at the same time like we have a twitch channel and it is not about skill at all whatsoever twitch is like you're watching other people play, but many people don't watch other people play for for the skill aspect. Like, what are the reasons, like, what reasons do you watch uh, people playing for, Lauren?
1: I like to watch people play games that I either um, haven't had an opportunity to play or uh, don't think that I'm interested enough to spend the time playing myself, but I, I'm still intrigued enough to want to see hmm. somebody else play it. Um hmm. I I like seeing other people play games I'm really invested in I mean that that's what happened with what's what remains of Edith Finch is um, I I ended up gifting it to a streamer I like because I wanted to see her play through it hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. and then also everybody else I could possibly convince to sit down for three hours because I'm like yes please play this game <laughs> um, but then you know also' it's like you know, you start building a community with people, and it and it stops being about the games and starts being about the time that you share together. I mean, you know, I like I like watching Zach play Dark Souls, which is what he was playing earlier this evening, but. I'm not super invested in Dark Souls. I'm more invested in, like, hanging out with my friends and watching Zach, like, pull off cool things or die unexpectedly or, you know, whatever. It's like, it's a good time, and it's not necessarily, like, I care about the game. The game is number one. It's like, no, the the social experience is what I'm here for. Mm.
0: That's That's like the basketball equivalent of hey, guys, I'm going to go like practice my free throw, and then you all just sit around me and talk to me while I'm shooting free throws. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's something <laughs> like that, right? Like, like there's this, There is this community aspect to video games that is, I don't know, I feel is very unique because we can do that type of thing. Like What Remains of Edith Finch is a video game about uh, vignettes of different deaths in a, in a, in a family there there isn't skill involved. Right? It's very much a narrative that's playing out. <laughs> and a lot of stuff is abstract. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a cool game to watch and, and study, but it's not, it's not Dota. It's not Street yeah. Fighter, you know? Yeah. And still, people watch it and play it over and over again and, and want to talk to people about it and build a community around it. I don't know if this is just me,
2: but I find myself most enjoying watching uh, competitive games that are games I've played myself. And, um, I don't know why, but it just makes it a little bit easier for me to appreciate the skill involved. Um, and so my favorite game to watch now is, uh, Competitive Starcraft. Um, I really enjoy that a lot because I know their races. I know, I love how, uh, I know how they work. I love the game. I love the story. I love the characters, um, And much like you were describing with Dota, Lauren, you can have these shorter games or longer games. I just um, I get it. I know it. I love it, Uh, which is different for me than professional sports, for example, that I could watch. Now, I don't watch professional sports anymore, Um, but uh, like I could watch baseball even though I've never played it. Um, Maybe that's just because I've been it's so much a part of American culture what baseball is and how it works. It's in a bunch of movies. It's in TV shows. There's a lot of uh, slogans like, um, you know, what base did you get to and stuff like that. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of stuff like that. And maybe we're just not there with video games. But I I think that's one of the things that makes it hard for me to watch games that I haven't played myself.
1: I definitely agree. It's, it's uh, I get more invested if it's a game that I have played myself. Dota would be a lot, a lot, a lot harder to follow if I didn't know. And, and I haven't played that game in a couple of years at this point, so I'm, like, way behind, <laughs> and there are still lots of things. I'm like, wait, who? Is this a new character? Who is that? I guess um, what Jane, Jane McGonagall says something in one of her books about watching somebody play a game that you've already played, has different um, brain patterns than watching somebody play a game that you haven't played. So maybe it's easier to watch a game that you've already played because your brain's like, "Yeah, I've been here. I've done this. I know what's up. This feels good. Familiar. I like it."
0: Yeah, I think it has to do with with the learning aspect of it. Like, it, if you're looking at something that you don't know anything about, there's you're just like watching something. But the moment yeah. you're playing something that you you've already done before, you know the basic rules. Then you're brain is like following along it's kind of mirroring what's happening Mm -hmm. and you know there's even like some of the stuff that she talks about is how you can like how you can learn from watching other people do something but you need to have like the basics down you can't just learn how to play tennis you have to play tennis and then watch a pro and then you can pick up things from that pro because you know kind of the basics and i think that like that uh that quest for mastery that is such a a part of gaming you know it's like it feels so good to learn and to like get a little better you, I think you kind of get some of that just by watching people play. I
2: um, had the fun experience of learning how to swim in my 20s. Um, I, I, could, I could not drown before that, but I learned how to swim in my 20s. And the reason for that is my roommate in grad school used to be a lifeguard. And he, when he found out I couldn't swim, he's like, I need to teach you. This is not safe. The reason I tell you this is I learned how to swim. And then later that summer were the Olympics. Um, I think this is the 2008 Olympics or something like that. Anyways, um, watching competitive swimming for me was so different after I learned how to um, do those basic strokes myself. One, it was much more fun and interesting to see peak athletes doing this thing that i just learned how to do and number two i do think it made me a little bit better because i was like oh i'm kind of doing that wrong and let me try that a little bit differently the next time that i go swimming so i, I totally get what you're saying Husway.
0: i think one one other aspect i, I want to make sure we hit on is that all of these events these tournaments they they what's the word i'm looking for not validate but like Professionalize, like I don't know I don't know what word if you guys can think of a better word uh, help me out here but it or legitimizes in front of many people's eyes the idea that games are serious that they take require a lot of skill yeah. right like yeah. having a prize pool that large like it, it it means a lot and I mean this has been building over years right now um, you can you can get a scholarship in college for, for something like this. Um, I heard this story recently about a kid who won this tournament online and then immediately called his father while he was still streaming. Uh-huh. And you can, you can hear the call. And he's like, Dad, I just wanted to tell you that I won this tournament. And he's like, oh, like, yeah, son, that's great. And he's like, you know, how much did you win? And it was like, I don't know, it was like $40,000 or something like that. And the dad was like, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> well, like you need an accountant. I think was his response. You know, <laughs> you know like moments Such like that, like a dad these... <laughs> response. <Yeah. laughs> what are the tax implications here? I know, like, whoa, I, I, I didn't know that's what was what was happening. Um, so, so all of these things, like, they elevate the they elevate gaming. They're they're good for all of gaming. They're good for for you know people who used to get made fun of. Um, there's like, no, like, guess what. Even even if it's just your parents or whoever, it's like, I could get a scholarship now. I can do this professionally. There's, you know, you're on equal footing. And it's, again, it's getting to that point where with with other sports um, where it's um, becoming professional. But there's also, there are also personalities. There are also heroes uh, within these spaces and villains too, I guess. But that means that young people are admiring esports players and they're admiring Twitch streamers. And all of that is really important to understand and keep in mind. That this is the world we live in. Us who identify as gamers like love this stuff, right? And now we can talk about this, <laughs> and 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 we have like different conversations that just like I'm playing at home. You know, it's like oh, did you see that game? Did you follow this team? That's important. So I
2: think validate is exactly the right word. Josue, that's, why that's I, I completely agree with you. And I think about. Um, let's say two 10-year-olds and one 10-year-old is um, spending their summer refining their dota craft they're doing things over and over again they're doing a lot of what we would call deliberate practice trying something getting data how they did revise and do again stuff that makes you an expert right the other 10-year-old is doing the exact same thing but for their golf swing I think a lot of parents see those two forms of practice differently. Even though both of these kids are refining their craft and are on their way to becoming an expert athlete in their sport, because one is a video game, I think a lot of people look at that differently. So to see these competitive sports and to see that this is a, um, a legitimate pursuit I think it's very validating for people. Now, we should say, just like other professional sports, it's very difficult. It's very competitive. Um, but it is possible.
0: Yeah, it's not only really fun, it's it's very important. Um so I'm gonna stop it here, uh take a break, and then come back with the question queue. Question queue. Woo. Hey, we've launched a new website called the Geek Therapy Forum. Almost every piece of content on the Geek Therapy Network is now linked to a topic on the forum, replacing the comments on separate websites. It also includes all the features of a traditional message board, so we have topics ranging from pop culture and video games to psychology and mental health. Patreon members also get access to an exclusive area to discuss Patreon-exclusive content, all in one place. You'll find a link to this episode's topic on the GT Forum in the show notes, or you can go to forum.geektherapy.com to sign up and join the discussion. Again, visit the new GT Forum at forum.geektherapy.com. All right, we're back with the question queue. Remember, uh, every week, I forget most weeks, but every week you can send us questions uh, through Twitter, Facebook, Discord, wherever we are, or use our forum at geektherapy.com slash QQ, and we'll answer your questions on the show. And this week, we we got a couple. Uh, The first one I'm going to bring up is from our friend Vars. Yay, Vars. And Vars asks, uh, what is a moment that you think epitomizes what makes esports so great? Is it a particularly hype moment, like EVO moment number 37? Is it the sportsmanship after a final, such as the Overwatch League? Or something silly, like the serial tier list from the Summit of Power? Wow. Ali, I know you don't know what any of those things are, and it's okay. No, I'm <laughs> going to give a very. I don't. Question.
1: I don't either. It's okay. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, thank you. I'm sweating over
2: here uh, from from your question, Vars. Can I, I give answer an a- it on purpose? Uh, to be honest, can, but uh, <laughs> let's answer this question. Can I? I'm going to give an academic answer. Is that okay? Can I? Yes. Yeah. Can I do go that? So yeah. I would say Twitch. Twitch, just like in general, um, how uh, as someone who makes a lot of YouTube videos, like. Twitch is a platform that has been built up largely for streaming and uh, seeing—it became big from a lot of people who have been streaming gaming, and it's become the first real big competitor to YouTube and has made YouTube— kind of uh, running in pursuit of some of the the engagement that Twitch allows. So I think that's been a huge moment for competitive gaming just because for the first time now you can follow in real time people playing their games. That's kind of amazing. So I, I would just say that because I don't know what else
0: to say. I don't know any of that other stuff. Lauren, do you have an answer to Var's question?
1: Yeah, I mean, watching watching the, the final games at TI8, um, the, the, the final match is best of five, and they actually played all five games, which is always very exciting. And the, um, the fourth game had seemed like LGD, the other team, um, was definitely going to win, and they managed. OG managed to pull it out and uh, turned it around and won that fourth game, which meant that they got to compete for the fifth game. And it was really tense and exciting and sweaty. And there were some like the coolest <laughs> plays I've seen in Dota. It was fantastic. And then when OG won, and they all came out of um, that, <laughs> they play inside these like little glass cages. It's, it's kind of sad but they come, they cut it's so they can't hear the, um, the crowd oh. and the announcers um, because then they spoil each other's strategies and stuff but uh, so anyways cool. they, they, they come out and and you know to like you know stands shaking roar of people cheering for them and and shouting like oh gee, oh gee and um, one of one of the players that is is fairly popular his name is no tail um he was just like triumphant and literally like crying and hugging all of his teammates and the the coaches and everything and it, like it was uh for me it was like a really touching moment to see that sort of like really positive emotional expression from you know male players Especially since so much of the time, like, they finish the match, they come out, and they shake each other's hands, and then they leave, and you don't see, like, anything. (laughs) So getting to see them, like, excited and cheering and, like, looking into the, the other team's eyes and, like, really, like you know, heartfelt saying, like, that was a great game, and mm-hmm. you can't hear them saying it because everybody's cheering so loud, but you can see them emphatically, like, that was great, and everything. It, it was just wonderful. I, you know, you know me, I love it when, you know, I get to see boy tears on, on TV. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, Lauren, your answer was so much better than mine. <laughs> that was such a good Look, answer. Look, it was, it
1: was really fresh. Yours was very broad and, and referring to the entirety of esports. Well, yeah, mine, was, mine was like, literally, like, a week and a half ago. It's very
2: kind of you. I feel like I just live that moment. I'm, that's, I, I need to... Can Can you rewatch these things? Are they stored yeah. on YouTube I can, or somewhere? I
1: can send you... I, I'm sure I can find the clip. I can send it to you. I
0: would love to see that. <laughs> I would love okay. yeah, that, th- that thing you talked about, Ali, Twitch, It's uh, <laughs> it also records. <laughs> so things so are available busted, for I've, posterity. <laughs> I've never even used Twitch. I have no idea. I should probably do that. So, so you don't follow twitch.tv slash geek therapy where we stream two to three times a week
2: i i have i've heard about this on on gt radio this 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 twitch
0: that's more of a general comment for everybody listening <laughs> Mar- vars mentions in his question uh evil moment 37 i didn't know which moment that was but i looked it up it is an amazing street fighter two fight what um, yeah i'll link to it uh ali you will appreciate it i gotta and see this and the FGC or the fighting game community is, like, it's it's so awesome. There's just so much uh, stuff going on there. But there is, like, a very special language there, too. Um, and actually, uh, so I'm curious if you remember this, Ali. Uh, you did a Nerd Night about two years ago, yeah. maybe? Yeah, 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 and yeah. And I went, and the guy
2: before you... Super Smash Brothers. But I didn't get to see his talk because I was in the green room.
0: Uh, so um, <laughs> he his presentation was the history of competitive Super Smash Brothers Melee. And it's on YouTube. I can send you a link. And I'll actually put it in the show notes. And uh, throughout this uh, presentation, he talks about this particular um, fight called what's commonly known as Match Mm 4. And it is like this incredible fight where the characters multiple times, like they're throwing themselves off the ledge and and fighting each other as they're falling and then trying to come back up, like hitting themselves, like hitting the other character, coming back up, hanging onto the ledge. It is such an awesome fight to watch. And I remember watching it on the big screen at that uh, presentation. And oh, it, was, it was so cool, and hearing him talk about it. I think I think that every game has moments like that. You know, the kind yeah, of. Yeah. Um, and his point was that that particular fight kind of saves Smash Brothers. Like it was such an exciting fight that it got people talking and brought them back. And I think, mm. I think the you know there are a lot of things like that. Another answer would actually be the Wizard again. Like I really think that that was huge. <laughs> yeah, that right, was so huge. It yeah. was such a dream scenario. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, That totally. now it looks if we if we rewatch that movie, there wouldn't be. A tenth of the people that were at TI over the weekend,
2: you know? Say no more. We need to do that. GT radio commentary on The Wizard. We need to do that. Keep
0: talking about doing that for different movies. Dude, let's do
2: that. I would love to revisit that. Lauren, have you seen it?
1: I've never seen it.
2: Boom. That's got to be an episode. That's. that's Baby Fred
0: Savage. Oh,
1: yes. Oh,
0: no. (laughs) Is a a monster at video games. Um, So thanks, Vars, for that question. Great great question, Vars. Thank you. Thank we have you. another question from Jamie. Jamie asks, best way to competitive play, in person or online? Hmm. Hmm.
1: I, I prefer in person.
0: Mm, I gotta
2: agree with Lauren, yeah.
0: Why?
1: I like the uh, sh- sharing physical space. Um, you know, we keep comparing it to sports and sports is very much about physical space. And so uh, I definitely think that that also being in person helps reduce some of the um, some of the negative yep. Yep. competitive urges that people get. I definitely, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> even playing with strangers in public spaces, I don't I don't experience the same reaction from IRL than online people. Um, But also there's something just really nice about like being physically, you know, on a couch or in some chairs or sitting on the floor in front of the TV next to the person that you're playing with. There's something kind of magical about that. You're playing, you know, a a fictional fantasy made up uh, ones and zeros picture thing that you smush buttons to interact with and you're doing it with somebody right next to you. That's like... As close as you can get to like sharing fantasy with one another, right?
0: Even competitive, like like one thing is cooperative because my yeah, mind Yeah, even is like even competitive. You know, competitive. I
1: like I, I have very fond memories of sitting on the foot of my mom's bed and playing Mario Kart sixty four with with her and yep. and my little brother and. Um, <laughs> and you know, whoever is falling behind starts doing the uh, the lean. The lean around corners because, you know, it helps. It does. It helps, (laughs) especially if you're using those original N64 controllers. It really helps to lean your whole body. And so like sitting on the foot of the bed and leaning up against each other is like that's a that's a warm memory for me. And it would not be the same playing, you know, uh, the Mario Kart. I forget what the 3D. I guess it's just Mario Kart 3DS. But like that one had online play and I don't I didn't get the same the same kick out of that one. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to sit shoulder to shoulder with your competitors.
2: I completely agree with Lauren, of course. And um, the humanity and inhumanity that you see online is one of the big reasons. Hustle, this gets back to one of the first episodes um, of geek therapy that I was ever on, where we talked about nerd rage and all of that sort of stuff. And how um, lack of eye contact is one of the things that can really make it easier to be a horrible person to someone else. And that's just less likely in person. So um, I have also memories of going to um the arcade and uh putting your quarter on the that front of the screen um which sort of signifies like when you're up for playing that game and uh learning how to be just respectful to other people to be respectful to someone who you completely destroyed in a street fighter match and to also um, Hold your head up high when someone obliterated you. <laughs> um, like these are, are, random strangers. Like you don't know each other, but you came together for this moment to compete in a epic uh, duel of Street Fighter or Virtual Fighter or Mortal Kombat or whatever whatever those nineties uh, fighting games were. And so I learned a lot about just how to be respectful for one to one another. Like we weren't saying horrible things to each other because you couldn't in that social context. So. That social contracts was great, and I, I miss arcade um, arcades a lot for that reason.
1: <laughs> you might call that good sportsmanship. Yes, quite
2: <laughs> <laughs> literally. Um, that being said, it's th- that's so rare and hard. Like my favorite video game is Mario Kart, and I play it with my wife and um, a couple of our friends who come over. It's getting harder and hard. they just moved farther away. Now we have a baby. It's hard for all four of us to get together. So sometimes we play online and we put um, one of our phones, we sort of FaceTime each other. So it's like we're kind of there so that we can do all the trash talking with each other because Nintendo doesn't really allow you to do the trash talking easily. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> uh, you got to trash talk when you're Mario Karting. Um, so sometimes we do that, but it's, it's hard to do that in person. I, I quite honestly miss that a lot. I have so many fond memories of that from, from my life.
1: Yeah, I definitely prefer couch co-op, but, um, you know, in, uh, like, Overcooked, the original, the first Overcooked was just couch co-op. I'm really glad that they added in online co-op in Overcooked too, because I do think having that option is is really, really great, and being able to play with people who don't live anywhere near you, or even people you've never met in real life but still have relationships with. Like, that's really cool. Um, but definitely I, I like being in person, Maybe I just want everybody to know exactly how sweaty my hands get on the controller. <laughs> you need to you need to feel this to know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and, so,
0: and so Jamie's question is specifically about competitive play. and i'm I'm gonna have to say most of the time, I mean, in general, I prefer to play with people in the same room. My favorite memories of a competitive game are, 8 player Smash Brothers like yeah. just craziness in a room like the, that energy is incredible but if if your goal is to get better and improve you got to play online because then you're because if you play locally then you're limited to the people who are around you
2: right and then
0: That's once true. you're online you can you can raise your skill level because then you're competing against people all over the world and and so it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for that kind of connection, sweaty hands, <laughs> uh, good sportsmanship practice, right? Then absolutely in person. But if you're looking to level up, then you got, you got to go online. You got to do it.
2: That's a really good point. Yeah.
0: Hopefully eventually you'll get to the point where that you can, uh, see the best in the world in one place with people cheering. That would be, that would be the ultimate goal. All right. So we have uh, one last question and this one, uh, I want us to take a crack at it, but this could be a future episode. Mm. So let me know. David asks, "Any back to school mental health tips?" Whoa. Mm. I, I know like, we could do a whole I feel episode like that on that. That should
1: be yeah. I, feel like I know, that should but be a but I don't episode. want
0: but I don't want to leave David hanging, oh. or anybody else is going back to school. School starts next week. That's a I really. Guess
1: school's good. already started for some people. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That's a great yeah. question. That's a great. Great question. I know. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tease an answer that I would probably give. That that would have to be fleshed out. But I would say, um, think of school like a video game, where the the first week or so is going to be about understanding the game, the world, the system, the controls, how it works, who the players are, um, and. Um with each week that goes by, think about if you' if you're leveling up in your character, your game, how can you improve um, if, if you experience a setback, it's just like falling down, you know, the wrong hole on that first stage of Mario Brothers. You can always um, pick yourself back up and learn from your mistake and learn how to overcome that. You can get some help. you can talk to your teachers. So think about the ga- uh, think about school like a video game.
0: that would, that would be my answer. Lauren, do you have any tips?
1: I'm going back to school? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Send me your tips. <laughs> gotcha. Sounds good. Sounds
0: good. Sounds good. So, so, so I'll, I'll follow your lead, Ali. And I will say that um, this is my personal opinion. School sucks. Doesn't matter what school it is or when or why or where. I love learning, but uh, school is hard. Uh, it can suck a lot of times. And it can feel very uh, lonely. But school is actually a co-op game. Uh, There are tons of supports all over the place um, to help you with every single aspect of school life. Every school has them. And if not internally, there are other programs that can help you with that. And so if you're having trouble in a class, look for tutoring. um, Find study groups. If you're having mental health uh, issues, just like anxiety, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling overwhelmed, there are always... um, school counselors and uh, school psychologists, depending on, on where you are, there are different programs available for you. There's lots of different support programs. And just look for those. Just look for like su- student support. Um, what other names are there for those type of programs at schools? They they have different names.
2: School, your school counselor, your school psychologist, your okay. uh, school, wellness, um, mm-hmm. yeah, school wellness, wellness programs. classes, health classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's uh, every school's got something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. I mean, I mean, you don't you don't have to go through any part of school alone really no. plus plus you're surrounded by people who are going through the same um nightmare as you i really don't like school guys so <laughs> i mean i'm <laughs> saying <laughs> you know just 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 push through i mean there's there's tons of other uh thoughts and ideas i have this is uh one of my one of my favorite topics to talk about but uh in general just um
2: yeah i think david has inspired us I, I think we should do we should do this
0: yeah let's do it next week love it so uh, hopefully hopefully that's uh, something to to get you started all right so uh one thing uh, i want to start doing at the end of our episode is just uh plug stuff that we've been uh, been working on ourselves or maybe something you want people to check out so uh ali what do you want to plug this week
2: um, well, I have been in the process of completely rebooting my YouTube channel. So, I just um, am f- focusing away from general psychology videos and I'm going all in on mental health. So, if you go to youtube.com slash the psych show, you'll be able to check out what I'm doing. Um, I just came up came out with a new video that actually references a, a GT radio episode we did um, a little while back about mental health. Um, so I
0: have comments. You <laughs> you do
2: have comments, um, the yeah, yeah, we have you have comments. We'll follow up uh, offline about that. But that's that's kind of what I've been up to.
1: That episode, put, that that video you just put out, Ollie was really really good. Oh. I laughed. I la. I was sitting in my room alone, and I laughed out loud, <laughs> so loud so loud oh it was it was really great i actually i watched it twice in a row because i was like this is fantastic thank you
2: so much so like lauren you just made my day right there because i never you make this stuff and you put it out and you have no idea how people are reacting to it and what i've decided to do in addition to just focusing on mental health is i want each of my videos to make people smile in some way even if we're talking about like tough stuff like anxiety depression blah 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 i want people to uh to smile like in in the way that we talk about what our geek therapy is of the week i i want um my aspiration is like these videos are geek therapy for other people in some way so that means that means so much to me
1: it's definitely my geek therapy this week
2: oh that I'm melting in my into a puddle <laughs> of gratitude.
0: Thank you for that. Good. <laughs> I have comments about the video, literal YouTube comments, which I've already put on your video. So. Wait,
2: there's what you have more than one comment. <laughs> so
0: if you watch the video, you can leave a comment down below. <laughs> I, I I I'm I'm gonna have to now see your second comment. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Lauren, do you have anything you want to plug this week?
1: Uh, we've got a Headshots episode out where I talked about my death in video games paper, and Ooh. it was really fun to talk with Josue about that.
0: Which was born out of a forum post, which is it's, yeah. it's, it's really cool. Yeah, It's
2: like the circle of life right there.
0: It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh, man. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, that's what ideally research is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like idea generation. You do some stuff, you get feedback, and then you kind of redo the whole thing. That's that's kind of like you you could do a paper in a paper about how you did that paper.
1: <laughs> I could. <laughs> it would be like incest, But I won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, school's starting. Time for new... New papers to try and make the topic about video games. Hooray!
2: <laughs> oh, so, hey, what about, what about
0: you? Anything you want um, folks to check out? Everything on Geek Therapy is basically um, <laughs> what I'm plugging. I've been plugging Geek Therapy this whole hour. Um, but Lara isn't here. And if she was, she would definitely tell you about Extra Life, which is a gaming marathon which happens in November. Uh, she's been doing this for years. She's actually involved in her Extra Life community um, where she lives in, in San Francisco. And this year for the first time, her team called Rare Candy is we've, we've deemed it the official geek therapy community group. So Woo! we're inviting everybody in the community to check out the Extra Life page and you can either donate or you can join the team and then raise funds yourself. Everybody raises funds for a different uh, hospital in the Children's Hospital Network. Oh, nice. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So you can find more information about that and find the team directly at geektherapy.com slash extra life. So this, this episode has been generally uh, celebratory Pretty upbeat, so I feel we we can skip uh, the geek therapy segment this week. So thank you everybody for for listening. But absolutely, let us know what your gear, the geek therapy is each and every week. Um, you can find more geek therapy at geektherapy.com. We talked a lot about uh, esports and streaming, so make sure you check out uh, our Twitch channel at twitch.tv/geektherapy. We have a big announcement um, that I will mention next week related to that, and. Check out the forum at forum.geektherapy.com to discuss this and every episode of everything and every blog post on the Geek Therapy Network. And check out that Discord at com slash Discord. And don't forget the question queue. Uh, remember to send your questions by filling out the form at com slash QQ or, you know, just uh, tag us online. Uh, the place where you're most likely to find all of us is on Twitter. or at Geek Therapy collectively. Now, I'm at Josue Cardona. Lauren is at Chicken Dinosaur. Ali is at Ali Matu. And Lara is at Geek Therapist. Thank you for listening and we'll be back next week.
1: Geek out and do good.
0: You've just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and all of our podcasts, visit geektherapy.com. And for extra content, including our monthly book club and other perks, consider becoming a member of Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com geektherapy.